0: Hi, I'm Jim Juno, and you are listening to the latest edition of The Juno Files. If you like what you're hearing, please click subscribe on our YouTube channel or check us out on Apple Podcasts. Mary Mallory is a motion picture historian and is the author of Hollywood Land, Hollywood Celebrates the Holidays, and Hollywood at Play. She has a new book out entitled Living with Grace Life Lessons from America's Princess. It's published by Lions Press. And in it, you will find a wealth of rarely seen photos and affirmations from Grace Kelly and the people who knew her. Let's go to the interview.
1: It's the story of Grace Kelly's life in pictures and before, right?
2: Yes, it's basically her early life and film career, uh, talking about um, sort of what helped make her famous in those qualities that uh, she had help make her successful, but hopefully
1: it could make other people successful. That's right, and it it's full of little, I guess what you would call affirmations about... Yeah, I guess that's a good who, way to put it. Yeah, so it, it deals with, and it really is enlightening to find out not just her take on life, but what other people she knew and worked with thought about her.
2: Yeah, that was one of the interesting things I found of um, and how much that she cared about people and these other people ended up caring about her. Like her um, roommate Rita Gam, it became one of her um, bridesmaids, and they remained lifelong friends, that she was, you know, the loyalty there. And, and so what she meant, that you know, she took care, care of and treated people like how she would be treated, wanted to be treated. It didn't matter if they were just... You know workers on a subset or you know other famous people
1: and and with her <coughs> with her life let's start with her early life i mean she grew up it, basically it was a it wasn't a poor family it was a it was a i don't want to say well to do but you know it was a it wasn't she wasn't poor but she still had down to earth values
2: yeah now that her family asked i mean growing up in the depression that you know, they, they had a very nice house and were doing well compared to other people. But like uh, um, they were strong Catholics and went to church, and so that was this, this small thing of you know taking care of people, treating people well, um, learning them good manners type of thing that she carried on the rest of her life.
1: And what what really struck me about the uh, about the, her story is that uh, when like first off she didn't make it big overnight. She she struggled up for parts just like everybody else did. Starting yeah, now. But she was okay. go ahead. Well
2: so she was uh, um you know, she was one not to take advantage of um her background. I mean her uncle George was a Pulitzer Prize winning playwright. The only time she took advantage of that was basically in acting school, but after that it was like she was not like, gonna use his name or, you know, his contacts to get ahead, it was gonna be on her talent. So You know, that meant going out on auditions, working in the summer stock and whatever the commercials, ads, until she finally get her big
1: break. And let me ask you this. When you were researching her life, what was the one thing that, that struck you about her?
2: Um... I guess the one thing would be, is, um, as you mentioned about the sort of determination and drive of, you know, keeping doing that hard work, and if it takes years of doing it, of doing it until it works. I mean, she did ads in um, Summer Stock, like, for three or four years. She wanted to be a big star on Broadway, and actually got one big role on Broadway. But she didn't keep trying. I mean, she kept working at it. And in a way, her dictum was never say die. You keep working at it until it comes along. And that's something to be admired in, like, especially today's short attention spans.
1: That would be I mean, my next question, is that, is that her work ethic, how do you think that would play today?
2: Um, well, I think in a lot of ways it would. it would be because in film or TV, unless you are so incredibly lucky to somehow get discovered on your first thing, it's like you, it takes years to work your way up Um, and hopefully that, you know, you get noticed and all that kind of thing. So in that regard, it would be, well, I mean, in in business now, um, you're going to be working your way up. It might it's the same company. You might be moving around. But, um, you know, you need to show dedication and discipline about always trying to better yourself and better your skills.
1: One of the things I didn't know about her, from, except from reading your book is how athletic she was. Even though even though you said she wasn't a, a superstar, I didn't know she played <laughs> field hockey.
2: Yes, I think, you know, her family was very physical, and went going to a, a private uh, Catholic school, um, those are more... Um, type of things you would do at that kind of place. So, yeah, you would think of someone as beautiful as she was being afraid, you know, you might be hurt. Um, I have a feeling maybe she didn't go all out, but she did, you know, play that kind of thing. So she could be, well, sort of like her career, you know, being driven and being competitive. So she was going to fight to do the best she could.
1: And you're, and you're o an, it's an honest biography. You do mention that, well, first of all, if you're a fan of Grace Kelly, you're going to love this book because it is a very it's a very positive and uplifting book about her. But you're honest, you 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 say right off the bat she wasn't perfect, but she had a positive attitude about everything.
2: Yes, I mean, yes, yeah, she um you know, like all of us have our foible problems and um maybe sometimes things that- relationships or whatever but she always had a positive attitude, worked to be her best in in her profession, her career, her life, how she treated people. And um she it's it is it is a positive thing. I was writing this more to like young women uh, because I was writing this during as all the me too things getting started and showing, you know, go after your dreams. Um don't follow someone else's dreams. Be what you be. Ambitious, intelligent. Um, be you. Don't you know settle for second best and stand up for yourself. I mean, she stood up for herself and did not have to deal with any of that. because She was strong enough to deal with that. But yes, it's a you know she's a, a good role model. A woman. She worked. She didn't use her beauty or whatever to get ahead. It, it was her hard work that um that made her a big success.
1: My next question I was going to ask you, uh, why why did you decide to to write this book?
2: Okay, well um uh, my previous book that um I did with Steve Sylvester Donna, and Donovan Brant, Hollywood play The Lives of the Stars Between Takes, um it's the same publisher, Lion Press. And so they approached me that we're starting to do a series of what they call lifestyle books. And um and if I would like to do one. And so um I said yes and thought Grace Kelly would be, you know, a good fit for me. I wanted to learn more about her and, and actually in a lot of ways I'd like to sort of model myself after her. So ah.
1: and the pictures, for those of you who haven't seen this book, the pictures in it are incredible. You have really done a marvelous job of collecting these these photos. Um well, thank was you. that was it hard finding all the information and all the photos? It started? one thing.
2: It was only six months to do the books, so I was like, oh my god, having to get busy. Um it did help that they um there was a a big uh, photo company in New York that helped with a lot of this but I wanted to particularly look for things that people hadn't seen before. Some of the foreign ads, um, foreign posters um, that kind of thing. you have come across magazine covers. Um, a lot of those people hadn't seen before, some really beautiful ones. Um, so trying to find unique and ads. The, the one thing, I, um, there are some ads of her as a model in um, her early career. Um, the one thing I was not able really to find much of, and I'm still trying to investigate, was she did a lot of TV. She did four times as many TV shows as she did movies. But it's incredibly difficult to find any photos of TV shows um, and then even to watch some of those. So that is the er- area of her career, I'm really starting still trying to research.
1: Now, that's something I really didn't realize is that she did so much TV. Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully as more things become available from the early days of TV, her appearances will will be found out, will be discovered. And, I'm uh,
2: hoping that, too. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. So one of the rules I have here is that I will I will always let my guests talk because what they oh, have okay. is more important than what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this. Uh, what, what is next for you?
2: Um, well, I'm trying to decide. I actually do have another book idea, um, uh, sort of a coffee table book idea. But actually, the one thing that will be coming out soonest, I'm doing um just turned into Hollywood Heritage. Um I, my first book was actually for Hollywood Heritage. It was Hollywood Land on the neighborhood of Hollywood and the famous Hollywood sign. And so on behalf of Hollywood Heritage I'm doing a book on the history of the museum, which is where Paramount actually began um in nineteen thirteen. So I've done that and that will actually be the next book out. Um also Carrie Bob and I are hoping maybe someday to do a sequel to our Hollywood Celebrates the Holidays book also.
1: Really? That sounds really interesting. And, and I believe this year, 2018, is the uh, 95th anniversary of the Hollywood the Hollywood Land site.
2: You are very correct, yes. Um, and I've done the research to uh, actually come out of when it was built and first illuminated um, after... Um, doing a variety of research, discovered that it was built in November and December of 1923. And according to the newspapers, it was lit up for the very first time on December 9. Um, So we know exactly of, you know, when it sort of first came um, on the scene, as it were.
1: Oh, my God. And I remember, I can remember when it was restored, um, when uh, each, um, I remember like each letter had had a sponsor.
2: Yes, Hugh um, Hefner, the one who helped get that going.
1: That's right. And he had he sponsored the H in the Hollywood sign. <laughs> um, yes, he did. <laughs> and I think Rachel Marks was one of the sponsors of one of the O's, if I'm not mistaken. But, but I remember I remember that like from seeing it on TV. That I thought that was a great bit of history that they preserved out there. So, yeah, I mean, and, yes,
2: it had. It was just a temporary advertising sign and. Um, had, was not built out of the best um, uh, what would you call it um, objects um, because they never expected it to last very long and so then in the 70s when Hugh Haffner decided that they finally made it out of steel and everything so it should be around hopefully forever
1: fantastic when will that book be out? Um, do you have a date yet?
2: the, the book for Hollywood Heritage you no know, uh, we're um, editing and we're going to self-publish So, you know, we can put it out at any time, hopefully at the end of the year.
0: Living with Grace, Life Lessons from America's Princess is published by Lions Press. You can buy it at Amazon.com, BN.com, or wherever books are sold. And you can also find out more about it at LionsPress.com. Stay with us next time on The Juno Files when we'll be talking with Alan K. Rohde who has a new book out called Michael Cortez, A Life in Film. That's next time on The Juno Files.